Hey y'all, happy Thursday. So I have been thinking about this topic for a little while and I thought it was perfect because my roommate and I were talking about loving basketball the other day and how I personally used to love loving basketball when I was younger. But then when I started to get older, I was like, Quincy did not like Monica. (laughs) So we were talking about loving basketball a little bit. And then we started um, talking about how much we love brown sugar. And that got me to thinking about the topic of rejection. I had wanted to speak about this before, but I was like, this is perfect. So... (laughs) This episode is called Love and Basketball versus Brown Sugar, Rejection versus Redirection. So, <laughs> also for the note, I said, always sit, never Monica. <laughs> Shout out to Sanaa Lathan, and I'm so sorry, Miss Gina Prince. By the wood, I love you to death, but baby, Monica... She was not loved right by Quincy. And I just with with the topic of rejection, I was like, I I feel like these are really good analogies and comparisons to go with. So I thought (laughs) that I would give some points. It's actually not funny at all. Um, But um, on the topic of rejection, because I've been there, I know a lot of other people have been there and some people don't know that they are there. Um, So I was like, I wanted to compare the two movies and compare um, the difference between somebody rejecting you and life redirecting you. So, first of all, let's start when they were young. So, on Love and Basketball, Quincy is an abuser. No, (laughs) he's not an abuser, but he literally was jacking Monica up. First of all, when they was playing basketball, he didn't even know that she was a girl and he was already manhandling who he thought was one of his homeboys that he just met two seconds ago doggone messed her face up then the next day they gotta go to school he pushed the girl off her bike because she don't want to do what he say do and my first point is that there are always signs when someone is rejecting you and one of them, <laughs> not necessarily uh, Quincy and Monica, but one of them is detachment. If somebody is, you know, always a certain way around you and then maybe, you know, one day or over time, they just start acting different. I feel like that is a a sign of rejection. Like if somebody is just not being normal with you. And I think the first step to, you know, trying to combat that is having a conversation. If the person doesn't want to have a conversation, then, you know, get ready because a huge, absolute huge red flag. And so just, just not being normal around you as opposed to when Sydney and Dre were little Dre loved Sydney, Sydney loved Dre when they were at the park listening to the the freestyles of the homies and Dougie Fresh and them and they walked home all giggly and kiki that was a good foundation as opposed to again Quincy and Monica just violent from the beginning I 
don't understand how we thought this movie was so great, but we thought it was cute because, you know, when you're young, like, oh, if a boy put their hands on you, they like you. No, 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 no. If a boy put their hands on you, beat them up and move on. So next point. <laughs> so I think that a big um, point of contention with rejection is the why. I think that a lot of people get caught up in the why. Why doesn't this person want me? Why doesn't, why don't they want me around? Why is this not working out? And really the whys that you should be asking are why is this person so important to me? Even aside from relationships, like if there's um, an opportunity that you want that you're not really getting, like why is this so important to me? Why can't I not move on from the ideology of having this thing, this thing or this person or whatever? And I think that um, just getting to the root of why can't you get past something, I genuinely feel like being open and honest with yourself, having an honest conversation about why you cannot let something go is where you start. And I think a lot of that comes with just, you know, finding out who you are, um, the people around you, having people around you who really love you and care about you and are honest with you and, you know, um, using different resources to just really go deeper within yourself and find out, you know, what, why, why can't I get past this rejection? So <clears throat> with that being said, it made me think about the early years of Quincy and Monica. So, <laughs> Quincy, Monica, and Sydney and Dre grew up together. But while we don't see Sydney and Dre's early years, they do talk about it. Sydney tells Francine, big ups to Queen Latifah, shout out to her, love her. She tells Francine, okay, when they were younger and in college, Dre was like, hey, let's be more than friends. And Sydney was like, well, I don't want to do that. And guess what Dre did? He moved on. He moved on. They were still best friends. They were great. Now, let's get to Quincy and Monica. When they were in high school, first of all, we see them at, uh, at Quincy's basketball game. She got to ask the nigga for a ride home. Like, we live next door to each other. You are always taking me home. I, I'm not going to ask you. Uh, anyway, but that's really, you know, that's not bad. It, it is what it is. But so, to the point where... She goes on a date with fine high school, college, I mean, college boys, Kojo. And this is the first inkling in the whole movie that we get that Quincy likes her. Excuse me. It took for Monica to be out with another man for him to be like, oh, wait, hold on. I think I like her. Wow. The jealousy. I cannot get with that. So, but obviously, you know, they end up getting together. And it's all cute. Kiki for the movie. But in real life, uh, the point there, it made me think, don't reject yourself trying to get others to not reject you. Because the thing about it is your people will choose you and they won't have to be put in a position where they decide to choose you because they don't want somebody else to get you instead. Also with opportunities, the opportunities that are for you will naturally come to you. You won't have to chase them down every now. Now. Okay. There are some instances where obviously you have to kick doors down. You have to, you know, be a go-getter. But for the most part, like 
what's yours will be yours. That is relationships. That is opportunities. That is whatever you are after. What's yours will be yours. You don't have to fight so much for it all the time. And (laughs) it's going to be yours up front. You're not going to have to convince. You don't have to, you know, put it in somebody's head. Hey, want me? No, that it's not a thing. So just make sure you are not putting yourself on the back burner while trying to take care of other people. One thing, like I said, your people will choose you over and over again. But one thing there is to know is that you are always worthy of love and you can always start over, which leads me into the adult years of Quincy and Monica and Sydney and Dre. So let's start with Sydney and Dre. So Dre, like I said in the early years, he was like, okay, Sydney don't want to be with me, so let me move on. So he got with the beautiful Nicole Ari Parker. And <laughs> they decide to be a couple. They're great, blah, blah, blah. They get together, but then things start to change because the thing about Nicole Ari, I, gosh, what was her name in the movie? I don't know. I, I cannot remember it. Was it Fred? No, Fred's name was Queen Latifah. Anyway, Nicole, Miss Ari Parker. She decided that she thought that she would want something better because of the relationship. I feel like, I feel like she was jealous, obviously. Well, I don't feel like that was obviously a point in the movie. She was jealous of the relationship between Sydney and Dre. But honestly, like, at any given point, she could have talked to Dre about that. But, you know, it seems as though Dre was not being very honest with himself but I think that because of her infidelity and the my divorce, <laughs> that really pushed Dre over the edge of like, dang, I was really trying because obviously, you know, me and Sydney weren't going to work out. So I was just moving on with my life. And now she kind of, you know, put it in my face. But Sydney was still with Boris Kojo. Obviously, you know, they end up cheating or whatever. But that's besides the point. The point is, is that you can't always start over. And both of them did. They were like, we are not for each other. Let's move on. We started over. But obviously, you know, they they end up together because they were always meant to be together. So I am team brown sugar all the way. It was always going to be beautiful. But anyway, I think that my point with Sydney and Dre is that theirs is more of an example of redirection. They, you know, they loved each other when they were young. They tried and it was like, you know what? This is not going to work for us. So let's just live our lives. Let's just do our things separately. And life brought them back together. But I feel like all of everything that they went through and the experiences that their other relationships taught them brought them to the point of being back together. And they were meant to be. Now, Quincy Monica. (laughs) Baby, if somebody don't want you, don't waste your life. Life is so short. See, because the thing with Quincy and Monica is that Quincy kept, I just feel like Quincy kept so obviously being like, hey, Monica, I know we grew up together, but I don't want you. Not only was I being abusive on the playground, I did not take you to the homecoming dance. I said you were going with Spalding. Now we are adults and I still don't want you. When they were in college, honey, this was... (laughs) 
when he was going through it and she was like, I got a curfew. And he was just completely just not understanding of a situation that I'm sure he had been in a billion times. Like both of them played shooty hoops. So you know what curfew is and what that means to her. And she had just started getting better. They just started playing her inspirational music. Like they were just getting there in Monica's storyline. And he was like, you know what? Actually, I hate you. How dare you? Be looking out for yourself at a time like this when I am hurting. I'm a man. I need you more than you need basketball. What is this? And then made it like it was her fault. (sighs) One of the most annoying lines (laughs) is when they were older and he was like, you still think the sun rises and sits on your ass? Like, yes, it fucking does. Because why would you say that to me? Yes, it does. This is my world. See, the the issue is that Quincy thought he was the prize and he was not. It was really Monica. But she did not know her worth. Y'all got to know y'all worth. Because that's crazy to be rejected over and over. And then to feel like you are being redirected back to Quincy. Who couldn't even for the sake of love let her win that doggone last game. He had to win. And just for vindication to be like double or nothing. Oh, so now you're going to choose her. Now. At the very end of the movie when it was always your fault. (laughs) The thing is, is that if Monica was my friend, nah, baby, it would never, ever been no little baby at the end of the movie. uh -uh, uh -uh, uh -uh, No. Matter of fact, Monica have any friends? Her sister probably. And you know, her whole relationship with her mom, they were they were weird, but that's not the point. <laughs> Don't waste your time on somebody who does not want you. Don't waste your time on roads that lead to nothing. And I, you know, I'm using relationships as an example, but honestly, I'm speaking of everything in life because I um, for a long time, just was absolutely crippled with rejection. And I know I've been kikiing like this whole time, but it's so real to me. Like, even being in situations where I don't realize that I'm being rejected, and then you kind of hit a brick wall, and it's like, well, where do I go from here? And it's like, well, <laughs> you have to take the path of redirection. You have to be open to taking the journey. And sometimes it's so hard and almost debilitating to get to a point where you have to try again. Because it's like, I've been told no so many times. Just, you know, for opportunities, for relationships, for, you know, the things that you might want that you're seeking out. And it's so easy to just stop. But what do you get if you stop? Life is all about risk and you have to take them because if you don't, you will literally be stuck and it's not fun being stuck. So make sure that you are being, um, Sydney and Dre and that you fully just run, run away from being Quincy and Monica because that's, that's not going to get you anything. I mean, it got... It got Monica on, you know, in the WNBA. The the movie uh, suggests that they had a good life, but I I I don't believe.
going to be in the radio station while Angie Martinez is playing my song and most deaf is getting with Queen Latifah in the background. That's, that's, that's what I want for you all. I want for you all to be redirected. I want you to love yourselves. I don't want you to be always on the path of rejection because that will cripple you and you don't need to be there. But I would like to end this with some words from the prophetess Miley Cyrus. Um, She sings a song that um I just felt like tied this whole thing together. And in the words she said, there's always going to be another mountain. I'm always going to want to make it move. There's always going to be an uphill battle. Sometimes you're going to have to lose. Ain't about how fast I get there. Ain't about what's waiting on the other side. Nah. It's the climb. It's literally the climb. <laughs> I used to love that song though, for real. If y'all cannot tell, I'm a super 90s baby. But um, super 90s was very into Disney. I'm a super millennial. Uh, but yes, it is the climb. It is the journey. Don't stop just because you've been rejected. Keep it moving and allow yourself to be di- redirected. I know this one was a little short, but I, you know what? It was Sometimes it's going to be short, sweet, and to the point. So, <laughs> but I hope this touches someone. And again, happy Thursday. I hope y'all have a great night. I love you guys.